Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Hey, everybody. Um, Lance here. I just wanted to take a second to apologize for the delay in the uploading of the show. Uh, there's We had some off scenes behind the scenes off mic stuff go on and uh everything's good now i'm i'm guessing yeah but it it caused a delay and i'm sorry and i want to thank you all for your continued support and love and um yeah here's friday's show welcome to the night nerd podcast i'm your host lance it's friday we're gonna talk about what you want to talk about all week we've been talking volcanoes It was back on August 24th of 79 AD that Mount Vesuvius erupted. And it's probably the most iconic volcanic, I don't know why those words rhyme, I feel like they should, uh, eruption ever. You know, there's been other ones that are regionally famous, you know, in in America or in Africa, Asia, wherever. But everybody knows Pompeii. Everybody knows Vesuvius. Or most people do. And it's been a lot of a lot of fun, I guess. You know, volcanoes are crazy. Um, I, and I'm still sticking by my Dante's Peak is better than volcano. But, you know. So today we're going to look at the actual eruption that happened at Vesuvius all those years ago. And kind of what went down there to what we know. So the only first-hand account we know is from Pliny the Younger. Um, he's the nephew of Pliny the Elder, but Pliny the Younger was just a kid at the time. He was 17, but 25 years after the fact, he sat down with somebody, and, well, they corresponded, and he talked about what happened and how crazy it was. And So we use that along with scientific evidence, you know, like the layers of ash and, uh, you know, just geoforce and stuff. That's a Teen Titans thing that is there to to see what happened, try and piece it apart. Because Pliny, you know, one of the quotes he had is, quote, The appearance of which I cannot give you a more exact description of than by likening it to that of a pine tree. For it shot up to a great height in the form of a very tall trunk, which spread itself out at the top into a s- sort of branches. It appeared sometimes bright and sometimes dark and spotted. According, it was either more or less impregnated with earth and cinders, end quote. So, this giant lava tree shooting out of the ground, which is insane. It's just, that's a terrifying image, you know, if you think about it. And he was miles and miles and miles and miles away. Um, Like 18, 20 miles away, 29 kilometers away. So, the problem here is, there there were warning signs, but they didn't have, you know, the detection systems and things that we have now. So these little tremors they felt, it was just part of their every day. It'd be like, oh, the, I didn't know there was a tornado just because the wind was blowing. And they were, they happened all the time. So, and there, there hadn't been a, a major earthquake there since February 5th of 62 AD. And before that, it was... 217 BC. So, you know, they, they everybody thought they were kind of in the clear and in the and everything, but they were wrong. So, 
these earthquakes started happening four days before the actual eruption. And it just got more and more frequent. And I don't know. I don't live in California. Um, I have friends who do. And they say even then, you like, you can kind of tell when it's a bigger earthquake. You st- even if you have little earthquakes all the time, as I get, if it's more frequent or more intense, you do take notice. But, you know, back then, I guess they were just kind of over it or, or something. So that happened. And then we had our explosion. And best we can tell, the eruption lasted for about two days. Two days. Think about that. That's That's insane. And then... Uh, it started in the early morning and went on. And then in the afternoon, it just went crazy. And that's probably the time that Pliny is talking about when it just started violently erupting and uh, everything began to fall. There's reports of tsunamis in the area. Um, just chaos, you know, something you would see in a sci-fi movie, but in real life. And on the second day, the eruption was over. But there was still ash everywhere, and uh, Pliny talked about how, quote, broad sheets of flame were lighting up many parts of Vesuvius. Their light and brightness were the more vivid for the darkness of the night. It was daylight night, daylight now elsewhere in the world, but there, the darkness was darker and thicker than any night, end quote. So that's, oh, I don't know. And there was a study done back in started in 1982 um, when it was first published by Sergerson, Cashdollar, and Sparks, which is the worst rap group name ever. <laughs> but they said it started with a Plinian eruption. So Plinian eruptions, which we now call Vesuvian eruptions also, has to do with how it um, shoots up, you know, that column coming up. And the debris and gases were ejected like up to 19 miles high. Think about that. We talked about how Pliny was 18 miles away, but these were 19 miles high up into the stratosphere for up to 20 hours. And then all the pumice and ashes were falling and being blown uh, just everywhere to the point where there was nine feet of ash in Pompeii. Nine feet. That's almost a basketball goal, y'all. Basketball goals are like 10 foot tall. So that's almost a basketball goal. It's crazy. And then after that, they had the Pelayan eruptions, which this has to do more with like the... So the Pelayan eruptions, it's like when everything shoots out out of the top, and that's how it starts. But the Pelayan eruption is when you see like the lava coming down the sides, and it's the... It's a stalactite, stalagmite thing. I don't know why people name things so similarly. Because really, Plinian and Pelian, and yet iconic and volcanic don't rhyme. But, so during this part, you had molten rock and hot gases just going everywhere all over the ground. uh, Again, miles and miles away. And here, Pompeii got hit by six feet of burning, just death. You know, that that's what it was. And uh, then you would have all the pumice and lava fragments come to a point of 70 feet deep. And it was just, you don't, you don't survive that, you know? And we'll get into the death tolls and stuff in, in a minute. But 
it, just imagine that you know you're just hitting like nine feet of ash six feet of lava 70 feet of pumice like that's why everything settled and is so well maintained because uh, it was just in an instant just all gone and that's where the deaths come in so so far they've made a little bit over a thousand cast uh of these dead bodies and stuff and at first because the way they were all contorted everybody thought that they burned they were burned alive as the lava came through and the heat came through and you know they're writhing in agony now we don't think that that's true because that uh, one of those blasts that came through they think it reached 572 degrees Fahrenheit. So that'll kill people in less than a second. And those bodies are actually from heat shock on corpses. And when it's that hot, your organs and blood just gone, vaporized. And even brains, they found one brain that was, it was so hot it got flash turned into uh, glass. That blows my mind. Um, that's not supposed to be a glass-blowing pun. It just is it, crazy. And But those were the outer layers. The people on the inside, closer, they think that they were killed um, by both by the heat, but then by the, just a sudden ash and everything coming their way. To date, we've only explored... We've explored less than 300 feet of the coast. So... They're totally expecting there to be more bodies there, more people to be found, and maybe we can learn more. But with the way it happened, it gives you such a clear cut. Like, they can see outlines of where clothes were. They can almost see expressions on people's faces. There's, uh, It's morbidly interesting because, like I said, you get to see what day-to-day -day life was like, but at the, at the cost of thousands of people dying. Now, there is a thing that, there, of course, there's controversy because, you know, what is anything in the world without controversy to where people aren't entirely sure that that August 24th date is the, the, the actual date. And now most people do accept it, but there are some enough that it's worth noting because, like we mentioned, you could see the outline of their clothes. Well, the clothes they were wearing were kind of more inductive to later times in the year because people who've analyzed Pliny's notes and because of the way calendars worked back then and translations, it was either August 24th, October 30th, November 1st, or November 23rd. But most people go with that August 24th. And there's even, they've looked at coins that they found as far as when they were minted, and it was... They're pretty sure it was after June 24th, but before September 1st. Uh, but even that's kind of sketchy. But the clothes, like I said, the clothes were, were different. And then the fruits and the wines and everything else that they found was more for later times in the year. And what, uh, you know, what would be going on in those November months. But then when they look at, like, how the air patterns, the airflow and stuff is, it lends it a little bit more to the the August date. And when you ask, well, how can they look at the airflow now? 
well, it's wherever the ash and stuff blew, they, they can look, okay, well, it went northwest, southeast, whatever. And they're able to see what happened. So it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, just an amazing thing. Uh, you know, I remember learning about Pompeii when I was younger, and it was always interesting to me. So it's been a whole lot of fun this week to go back and, and really kind of look at it in different light, older, um, I'm not going to say smarter, that's probably smarter as a kid, but you know, it's really, really kind of cool. Let me know if you ever were a fan of Pompeii growing up, or if you learned something this week, you can let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, we're out there, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for the night nerd. You can email me nightnerd at the nightnerd.com or follow me on Twitch, watch me play some games and hang out. You can look for us there at Night Nerd Podcast. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Built your world around Volcanoes melt you down